A very good morning to everyone. Welcome to the Sunday service of FCC. Today, indeed, is a very special Sunday for we are celebrating 18th, FCC's 18th anniversary. So, may we always be young at heart, but continue to grow in wisdom and strength. As we look back at these 18 years, indeed, uh, there was a lot of ups and downs. And a lot of times when we hit uh, struggles and uh, in, in, in this journey, God has always opened new doors and gave us new opportunities. So let us prepare our hearts to join together in this service with a reading from Isaiah chapter 55, verses 10 to 13. For as the rain and the snow come down from and do not return there until they have watered the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out in joy and be led back in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall burst into song and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle. And it shall be to the Lord for a memorial, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. We come today... We come together today to give thanks for how God has rained and snowed blessings upon us, accompanying us through our journey, causing much to sprout, sowing seeds that has bare fruit over these 18 years. Today we are going to listen to some stories and go revisit where we have been, what we have been through, bear witness to God's faithfulness, and commit ourselves to the continuing unfolding and living out of our stories in our lives. Over the years, we have written our own songs that reflect our story of God and us. And today, the worship team will lead us through some of these songs. So let us now join together with the worship team for the very first song, Welcome Home. It strikes the ground and starts to spread. We won't begin 
dark In the dark and secret hiding place Where we yearn to see your loving face God, we need your touch A ray of light, a ray of light Seeks truth a friend It starts to run and starts to spread It's what begins to fill this place God's love God's love will always find its way Into our hearts, into the grave It takes us in its warm embrace Welcome the King of Glory Welcome the King of Glory That's one of the familiar FCC songs we sing frequently in the past with our tagline, Welcome Home. For this anniversary service, we wanted to start archiving objects and photos so that we can remember our past. And today, we are sharing some stories of these objects because many of you joined us along the way and may not know of these stories of God and us. We have some of these artifacts um, over the side um, below the stained glass um, project. And for those of you who are physically here after service, you might come and take a look at some of these things. And some of these things are maybe 15 years old. And for many of you, when you first came to FCC, you have received this booklet, My Journey Toward Affirming the Gay and Lesbian Community by Reverend Yap. It is one of the items that we have here at our mini museum of objects. And even the language reflects where we were then. Because, well, it only says gay and lesbian. Where's the T? Where's the B? 
with the queue, right? Because I, we started off as a community of mostly gays and lesbians hoping to create an inclusive church. I remember the first time I came to FCC, and that was around 2011, 2012. What struck me first at that time was firstly, how few women we had in proportion to men. And then when I walked into church, I saw the men sitting on one side of the hall and the women sitting on the other side. Look around you today. See how far we've come. In the past 10 years, we've tried our best to consciously build a culture that would bridge the divide, not just between women and men, but between cisgender and transgender, as well as between LGBTQ plus and straight folks. In the process, our community has grown to become more inclusive and diverse. We have stopped giving out this booklet to newcomers because folks coming to FCC already know we are fully affirming of LGBTQ folks. And we now no longer assume that everyone who comes to FCC are LGBTQ. The circle has certainly been drawn a lot wider. We are straight folks, queer folks, and we welcome everyone because this is who we are. First, realize everyone's equal. Going back in time, we started off as Safe Haven back in 1998. We were Bible study groups and cell groups gathered every Tuesday, making up of mostly, made up of mostly gay men and a few lesbian women. Most of us attended our own churches, but felt that we could not authentically fellowship and share our lives openly and honestly in cell groups of our own churches, and so joined the cell groups of Safe Haven. It was not until one of our members was excommunicated from their church that we realised as more and more of us are reconciled with our faith and sexuality, more and more of us will get rejected by the churches we were attending. So collectively, it was decided that we start holding weekly services as well. We started out at 92 Zion Road in a three-room flat. Um, you can see the, this block this block is already torn down to make way for the MRT station. We started with a Saturday service, but attendance was not good. It was hoped that you know, a Saturday service would attract those people who attended their own churches on Sunday to attend as well, but that didn't happen. There were times that there were only three people in the service, the preacher, the keyboardist, and the worship leader. But things started to move and change in 2003. 2003 was a watershed year. 2003 was the year that Bishop Gene Robinson was elected as bishop, the first openly gay priest to be consecrated as a bishop in a major Christian denomination. It was also the same year that the then Prime Minister Go Chok Tong said that his government allows gays into the employees into their ranks, even in sensitive positions, highlighting that we are born this way and they are born that way, but they are like you and me. That year, we had registered as Hope Community Church. And it was that time that we got to know Reverend Yap. And very quickly after meeting him, we collectively decided to invite him to become a pastoral advisor. He saw it as God's calling for him to serve this group of marginalised folks. And he preached his first sermon at our very first service at Atelier Art. I remember, this is the photograph from there, I remember his sermon doing a new thing. Reverend Yap shared that there were people who challenged his Episcopal election in 1968 because Reverend Yap was physically handicapped 
and they cited Leviticus 21, for no one who is blemished may approach to offer the bread to God. Revayab said, God did a new thing for me then. I want to quote a short excerpt from his sermon. Revayab wrote, The point I want to emphasize here is that God is at work. God is at work still. But the traditional image of God is that God is the creator of the universe and has finished the work and now sits back and allows it to run its course. On the occasion when Jesus healed the paralyzed man at the pool on the Sabbath, he was criticized by the Jews for breaking the Sabbath law through this act of healing. It was recorded in the Gospel of John that Jesus answered them, My father is working still and I am working. Yes, we want to affirm that God to whom we worship is God who is at work throughout this created world and beyond and is still working among us. Because God is working, we, like Jesus, must be working too. In obedience, we are called to work as if everything depends on us and pray as if everything depends on God. God continues to work out God's purposes for creation in us, around us, through us and in spite of us. In the struggles in life, we cannot just say that we lay our burdens at the feet of God and let God take over. In our prayers, we cannot just tell God to do what we wish for and then just wait for it to happen. In all times and in all situations, we have to make ourselves available to work with God in doing the new thing. Today, I come here to celebrate what God has done through Bishop Robinson and even Prime Minister Goh. We thank God in doing so, we are more aware of more new things that need to be done in the days ahead. That was from his sermon in 2003, in September. As we charged on into our first year as FCC, God did many new things for us. 2004 saw the late Anthony Yeo, the father of counselling in Singapore, preach regularly at FCC. He was unwavering in his support for our community. And even though he faced challenges, and even he losing friends because of his association with us. We grew quickly in 2004, and we had to move to accommodate that growth. We started renting space from Mox, a gay bar at Tangjan Paga. And after a while, we started using the attic, which was a space above Mox. This is a photo of Anthony Yeo preaching when we were at the attic. We don't have many photos of from that era because many of us were still in the closet and were concerned about being outed. And that also happened to be the early days of digital cameras. And we certainly didn't have mobile phones with cameras either. As the bar started to use this space for parties on Saturday nights as well, it became more and more apparent that we needed to move again. While many of us, myself included, found ourselves at a bar on Saturday night and coming back to church on Sunday morning, worshipping in a space that reeked of alcohol just wasn't conducive. It just wasn't home. So in 2005, we found the defunct children's arcade at Yangtze Theatre that was affordable. It was our new home. But there was also a lesson to be learned here. As FCC then, we were majority gay Chinese men. We didn't know how much about privilege at the, then. And it was only when we go, got closer to the women and hearing their stories that we realised how unsafe they felt. Because we are located in the infamous Yangtze Theatre, 
where the RA movies, more like soft porn, was shown. I do not want to dehumanize or judge the clientele of these theatres, but I want to highlight how blind we were to our male privilege then and how we need to pay attention to privilege even today. So from Yangtze, we moved to our location at Aljunit around 2007. And we were there for about seven years, which was quite a long time. Aljunit was also the place where I first attended FCC in October 2011. And now that I think about it, it's 10 years ago. Wow. And then I started attending regularly from 2012. And those of you who have been to our Aljunit location will remember the foyer that welcomed people as we stepped out the lift and the rainbow room where we had coffee and conversations before service started. I want to show you a little clip of Susan sharing the dedication message at the time when we moved to Aljunit. For those of you who don't know, Susan was one of the chairpersons of our board and she's also the daughter of Reverend and Mrs. Yap. And then, in 2014, we made the move here to One Commonwealth, which is our current location. With this move, it felt like we had been journeying towards home. And so this whole church was involved in the planning of this space. So those of you who were there at that time in the transition will remember, we were all involved in the planning of the spaces. We had divided up the places. We designed it because we wanted to envision what home truly looks like to us. And we're so thankful for this space and how it's allowed us to continue gathering in person as well as to broadcast services online, especially over these past two years. But our journeys are not only physical ones, but also spiritual ones. Each of us have our own story of God and us. And some of you have shared your stories through art in our stained glass project. Today, we have, some, we have several baptism candidates who will be sharing their stories with us. And so to start off with the first sharing, we have Melvin. Good morning to all. My name is Melvin. To those of you who enjoy attending FCC every Sunday, I'm sure some of you are just like me, who finds the Menchie.com portion very interesting and enjoyable, right? So let me begin this testimony of mine in a similar manner by sharing some keywords about me and how I've led my life for the past 40 plus years. Number one, blind, ungrateful, self-entitled, Reckless, egoistic, short-sighted. Having studied in a Catholic school, I must admit that I've been saying my prayers every morning without any sincerity nor faith ever since from primary all the way to Sec 4. I always felt irritated, annoyed, and even disgusted when anyone tries to preach or attempt to persuade me to attend church. Whenever they said, never mind lah, the time hasn't come, blah, 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 I reply them by mocking how stupid they sound. 
My years of growing up was filled with excitement. I played truant when I was in primary school. I stole them from my parents. Uh, they're antique, antique coins and go sell at the Change Alley back then so that I can go play arcade games. I smuggled restricted, restricted porn from uh, JB. And the sinful list goes on and on and on. Yet, I didn't face any consequences for my actions. My decadent, selfish lifestyle carried on, sadly, beyond the years, all the way even beyond to my 30s. I didn't care much for the fact that God has saved me time after time for all the havoc I've created. I also took for granted those who have been loving me and caring for me all this time, like my friends, my sister, and most importantly, my mom. I guess that was when it struck. My dearest mom contracted cancer. I thank God for waking me up to my senses during the last few years of her presence, to start treasuring her and pamper her as much as I could. But that is simply not enough. And I still do, and I always will, continue to live on for the rest of my life with regret. During my lowest point in my life after her departure, the depression that I was suffering from was so severe that I've actually harbored thoughts of ending my life so that I can go and join her up there. Thank God, with the support from my BFF, Sharon, she's here, thank you very much, and my sister, I slowly managed to walk out of the depression. Ever since then, it seems like I began to look at things with a totally fresh perspective. Looking back, I realized how blessed and fortunate I've been all this while. I also started to look at things around me and ask myself this question, why is this happening? Why is that happening in this manner? For example, a few days ago, I was scrolling through Facebook and you, you guys know that we can't travel now, right? So I was looking at this picture of uh, sea waves. Then I asked myself, why do sea waves happen in our world? I also find myself to be more gracious, much less verbally violent. To share with you, the, the acronyms um, uh, CCB and uh, KNN <laughs> used to be my best friends, huh? and in better control of my emotions. That is why I know my time has come, and I'm ready to accept a lot. I do, although I'm considered a beginner, but I will take things in my stride, and I'll slowly learn on how to be a better person, a better friend, a better brother, and most importantly, proudly declare myself as one of God's loved children. I also thank God for waking me up to my senses, although it took more than 40 years, right? <laughs> and learn the true meaning of life and the importance of valuing loved ones around me, as well as count my blessings. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing, Melvin. That was truly moving. I want to share you, with you another story on our journey. And this is a letter that I'm going to read you from Selena. 
And this was written quite a number of years ago. Selena was one of those who joined us at that time, and she actually wrote a song, in which we will hear later. But um, she went through a lot of struggles, and I just wanted to read this letter to you. She said, Dear friends, it has been the toughest phase of my life, whereby I got arrested by the police, though I didn't commit any crime, and institutionalized in IMH, what people call an asylum. The song Set Free, which I composed, blessed and comforted my heart. I cried many times and tried not to do so in public because I have grown stronger by the day. I thank all of you for helping, blessing, encouraging, comforting, and most of all, accepting me for who I am. Now I know how it feels like to be treated like a weirdo or social outcast. But one thing I know, God's love surpasses everything. My faith and trust in God has grown stronger, and even physical death no longer has any impact of me on me as I feared death before. I love you all very much, and hope our most beloved church FCC will grow and flourish according to God's love for God's people. I believe that all things are possible with God. I hope the song Set Free will bless you once again as you pray to God to listen to it with a different perspective, just as it has done to me. Thank you for loving me. I hope to see you all soon when I'm discharged. God be with you, Emmanuel. In God's precious and timeless love, Selena. So this letter was written several years ago, and Selena still joins us for service online now. And perhaps today, Selena, if you are watching, thank you for this song and for your love. Set free.
The battery decided to go <laughs> right at that moment. In the midst of our struggles, we cry out to God, and God answers. Sometimes God answers to, through the people around us, sometimes through experiences that we don't really understand. I'd like to invite the next baptism candidate, Juliana, to share.
morning, everyone. Um, thank you, FCC and everyone, for allowing me to share my journey and to support me through this new phase of my life. Uh, I'm new to Christianity. Uh, I was born into a family of freethinker. Uh, so growing up, I've had a couple of touch-and-go encounters with Christianity. Um, I was in a Christian kindergarten, but I was enrolled there because the kindergarten was closest to home. And another touch-and-go moment that I had was my aunt's church. Um, my aunt often babysat me when I was younger and when my parents were very busy. And in my teens, I went to the church uh, with my friends uh, just to meet people and to learn to play the guitar. So every touch-and-go encounter that I had had always been for a non-spiritual reason. So when I was nine years old, um, Auntie Jay, my aunt who took me to the church, uh, she lost her daughter to an illness. My cousin was only 24 years old. At that time, I thought if God really existed, he would not have let this happen uh, to Auntie Jay's family, who were faithful Christian. Uh, many years passed. Um, I was already in my 20s. I received a call from my sister, and she told me that Aunt Jay's youngest daughter, the only surviving daughter, was in ICU. Uh, she has collapsed at work, and minutes later, my, my sister told me that our cousin didn't make it. Again, I was reminded of the thought I had when Auntie Jay's first daughter passed away. It further reaffirmed my belief that God is non-existent. And I have been living with that belief, that stubborn belief, for most of my young adult life. In 2018, uh, I met my partner, I found out that she has just started her journey with God as well. At uh, that time, uh, she would share God's teaching with me, uh, things she has just learned. Uh, I listened mostly out of courtesy, uh, but they didn't leave an impression. So, and 2020, last year, COVID-19 pandemic hit. It was, SG was in circuit breaker, uh, borders closed, uh, my family are in Malaysia. So uh, work became unbearably demanding, and I really, really missed home. I still missed home. Day and night, I worry about home, I worry about my family, about work, pretty much about everything. This led to frequent arguments with uh, my partner and people around me, and one day, I broke down. I just stopped doing anything and left my responsibility unattended and just stayed home. Uh, sat there feeling helpless, and extremely useless. Uh, partner tried to help me, introducing me to some Bible verses, uh, online sermons, but still for a couple of days, I was still feeling very anxious and worried about everything. That Friday evening, I remember very clearly, uh, very randomly, I started scrolling through Facebook. I'm not a social media person. I don't uh, view Facebook much. Uh, it was a very rare occasion. So as I was scrolling, I chanced upon a friend's post, a friend who I've not contacted for many, many years. Um, she was going through some tough times, and she shared how God had always been, for, been there with her, uh, despite ups and downs. I decided to reach out to her and ask if she's found her peace, and she exposed me further to Christianity. My encounters with my partner and my friend ended up easing my stubbornness, I was more open to believing in God, and day by day, I felt more at ease. My worries faded away. I became more positive. 
Uh, I believe God has transformed my mind, my stubborn mind, with his truth as he washed me with his word. I'm here today proclaiming my belief of God's existence and formalizing my relationship with God. With the support from everyone and from FCC, I'm a work in progress. I have still a lot to learn. And uh, I still have a lot of unanswered questions. Like, why did it happen to Auntie Jay's family? Um, now that I walk with faith with God, is there something that I could do for Auntie Jay? I don't have these answers, but I know I will slowly have them as God leads my life. Thank you, thank you, Juliana. I also have another sharing from one of you. And it says, I saw on YouTube um, Christian perspectives on homosexuality and pastoral care. I'm not sure if that was an FCC event, but being a helping professional and hearing from the father of counselling made a difference for me. I had a brief encounter with Anthony Yeo 15 years ago, and he was kind to me when I made a mistake. I read an article about Anthony Yeo being shunned away by the Christian community for his advocacy for the LGBT community. I'm thankful for allies like Anthony Yeo and Reverend Yap who braved through storms to advocate and strangely I felt loved and worthy even when I did not know them personally. Anthony Yeo passed on in 2009 and Reverend Yap in 2017. Yet, how they made themselves available to work with God in doing a new thing continues to impact lives today. They may be physically gone, but they are still with us. Through the years too, we have lost other friends who journeyed with us in our first decade, Catherine and Father Albert Rankins. Like the rain and the snow come down from heaven, they have watered the earth. They have made it bring forth and sprout and give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. They are like the word that goes up from God's mouth. They have not returned to God empty, but accomplish God's purpose. I want to invite Gordon Nix to share his experience being part of FCC. Gordon. Good morning, my name is Gordon. I'm here to share why I'm a part of FCC. Although I'm here to share that each and every one of you equally, I'm sure, have an equally moving and inspiring story. Hopefully mine's inspiring, I'm not sure about that, but never mind. As far as I can recall, um, I first attended FCC on 19 September 2004. And after hearing Reverend Miyak speak, it seemed to be like one year after Reverend Yap preached at Artillery Art. Now, this was a few months after I finally settled matters after coming back from the US. I was Christian and gay, 
and looking for a church in Singapore, right? And not being very hopeful, you know, in, in, in the, during that time. And then I found FCC, and I have never looked back since. Now, given that I'm over half a century old, and even my RS account has been created in CPF, you might call me the senior teenager of FCC, right? Now, in FCC, I found leadership and a community that is accepting and patient, never pressurizing me, although that might be difficult, and guilt-tripping. Always open to how anyone can serve and when they can serve, and always giving space for each and everyone to grow and journey as the authentic self. And so over the years, at different points in my journey with God at FCC, I've, I've joined and served in different cell groups, the worship ministry, the prayer ministry, and even on the FCC board. As I stand before you today, I'm yet in another phase of my journey. I am still, and I never made feel any lesser, a part of this wonderful community. For me, FCC has redefined and broadened what a church that loves God and doing God's work on earth is. From the pulpit here at FCC, difficult topics are talked about, spoken on. And these things are not often heard in other churches from other pulpits, at least in Singapore. And yet, these things have caused me to re-examine my values, to question them in the face of God's love for all people. Now, these include things like writing in on the changes to the penal code on the repeal of 377A, talking about death penalty, talking about the migrant workers in our midst, talking about domestic workers, even the sex workers and the transgender folk. Especially moving from me, that from this pulpit, the speakers sometimes take that brave and foolish step to be vulnerable. No matter how it may seem to be, in sometimes in a session that's public and recorded. The late Reverend Yap preached a sermon, a very prophetic sermon, on the Commonwealth of God before we moved to the current location, one Commonwealth. Shortly after this, the Kingdom of God. K-I-N-D-O-M came into use here. And these terms resonate with me. They have reshaped and refined my view of God, church, and people, Christians and those of other faith traditions alike. Many of the FCC leadership and community have lived this out in showing support for organizations and events like Transient Workers Count Two, Humanitarian Organization for Migration Economics, Pelangi Pride Center Library, Pink Dot, T Project, T stands for Transgender, Project X, which is a project um, on the social, uh, emotional, and physical uh, help provided to, to sex workers, and the Transgender Day of Remembrance. So many events, and so many things. We are the hands and feet of God to do God's love and show up at the place of need. On another note, FCC leaders have in their individual capacities been part of an interfaith dialogue 
they have also been part of an interfaith movement, MAP, Movement Affirming Pluralization, Pluralism, which also Reverend Yeah was one of the founders, and Amplify, a regional conference of inclusive churches in Asia, to try to help and equip them as well. And many in FCC have participated and been part of organizing it. So there you have it. Why I'm still a part of FCC's community here in the one commonwealth of God. And the journey is still continuing. We are here celebrating 18 years because many people have stepped up and allowed God to work through them to bring about many new things. And we want to lift up and give thanks to God and to these people who helped Free Community Church live out its calling as a faith community so we can participate in God's new things. And you will notice, for those of you who are present, you have clappers under your chairs. Um, you might want to take them out. Um, you know. We want to first thank the folks who are part of our Dirty Hands ministry, who help us translate our theology and faith into action, to serve and love our neighbours as ourselves. The Dirty Hands ministry have adopted two wards in IMH, and visited residents there monthly until the COVID restrictions prevented us from doing so today. It was powerful to see how loving the least among us is translated into action as they played games, sang, ate, and even colour with the residents there. I was especially moved to witness residents remembering our volunteers. You know, even though they visit only once a month, seeing how you know, seeing what they do and how it has an impact on these residents. Dirty Hands has also adopted two elderly residents in our neighbourhood. And while we have not been able to visit these uh, elderly folk, they have, uh, they have been continuing to make phone calls to check in on them. Another of Dirty Hands' projects is the Tea Mart, where we donate food and groceries to Tea Project you know, as what Gordon mentioned, is the transgender shelter here in Singapore for the shelter residents, uh, those in need, and the transgender elderly. The team have put together a lot of effort to adopt and ad no, to adapt to COVID restrictions, and they will be making an announcement later for the latest con donation drive. But I'll give them a shout out here too. You know, you can go to fcc.la/tmart to find out more on how you can participate in this project. We also want to thank the welcome team, past and present, who declare welcome home. Oh, I forgot. We need to pause and... <laughs> I was wondering when we were going to do this. <laughs> thank you to... The tea product, the, uh, to the, the Dirty, Dirty Hands, Hands ministry. ministry. And then we have the welcome team. We want to thank the welcome team because they are the ones who... Welcome everyone home to this place. They help make newcomers comfortable 
and pre-COVID invited them to lunch after service and helped connect people to our larger community. I want to especially lift up the women in the Eljunit days who on their own initiative started welcoming newcomers. And it is their willingness to step up and see the gap and help us see how we can do better and live out our call as church. Today, given the challenges that we face, I am grateful for the Welcome Team's work on implementing the new app that we use to streamline the registration process to attend services, given the limited capacity that we have. And I also want to thank our two friends of FCC who are here today, who have helped us a lot on the registration app as well. Thank you. Another ministry that we've been blessed by, though our children are not present today because of the current restrictions of having children on, uh, on site, I want to thank the children's ministry, the Sunday school teachers, both past and present, who have stepped up to teach and nurture the children in our midst. It is amazing to watch the children grow up before our eyes, and we pray that we are good examples to them, we're good examples to them to show them how to do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with God. Thank you. Given a time constraint, we may not be able to thank every single ministry today and everyone who serves. But one ministry that we definitely want to pay tribute to and to thank deeply from our hearts is the production ministry. Yay! This was a ministry that was created and pulled together from our existing ministries um, due to the pandemic. And every one of you who serves in the audio, visual, video production teams have actually made it possible for us to worship together every Sunday in spite of the challenges of these past two years. I want to say a special word of thanks to our board members especially because they were the ones who stepped up immediately during the circuit breaker period. Yay, thank you board members. And they doubled up to fill in as producers, as moderators, so that we will never miss a Sunday service. And they continue to do so. And we are very so, so grateful to them. We also want to thank our worship ministry who continue to lead worship during this time by recording worship videos every month. Thank you, worship ministry. As well as our council members our CG and ministry leaders who really kept church going, especially during a, such a difficult time. We give thanks for all of you and know that without you, FCC would not be what it is today. Thank you. Last but not least, I want to thank Mrs. Yap. And even though she's not physically present today, she's watching us online right now for love and continuous support of FCC. And for our Pink Dot video in 2019, she painted this sign for us. God loves you the way you are. It was Mrs. Yap's 88th birthday a couple of days ago. And given the current circumstances, she cannot be here with us physically. I invited her to watch online. So I want to, um, you know, the, the camera will pan to all of you as we clap. On behalf of all of us here, Mrs. Yap, we want to thank you for all these years of love, of your love for us. Happily belated birthday. Happy birthday, Mrs. Yap. We love you. We love you. 
other than clapping for all our beloved people, we wanted to give you an opportunity to invite you to thank those who have made a difference in your life. Perhaps one of those days you walked through the doors and a welcome team member welcomed you warmly and made you feel at home. Perhaps your children are in a children's ministry and the teachers have been amazing. Perhaps you've benefited from the worship ministry or for anyone who has been serving you and maybe behind the scenes, especially the production ministry that you don't see, but the hard work that you do every single Sunday. So if you know any of these people and they have made a difference to you, will you just take out your phone, either now or later, send them a message of thanks and gratitude and tell them you made a difference to me. All right? If you have their numbers, you can send a direct message. If you don't have their numbers, you can send a message either through WhatsApp, Telegram, that's our broadcast um, uh, groups, um, on Facebook or email us at info at freecomchurch.org and tell us who you want to send that message to and we redirect it for you. And on top of just sending the message to them, sometimes we don't share the stories of how someone has impacted our lives because sometimes it's rather mundane. The person might have just invited you for lunch uh, after service, but you have been struggling. And by the act, by the invitation, by the affirmation, you felt transformed, you felt touched, you felt loved. I will also invite you to think about these moments and share that with the person that you want to thank because it's significant. Sometimes we don't know what we do. The, the mundane, simple, small acts of kindness and how it impacts the other person. And it will be good for us to celebrate that, to lift that up, because that is how God does new things in the world. So you don't have to just send to one person and you don't have to do it right now. You, you know, and if you have a long list, like what Gordon shared just now, you know, he has a long list of people to thank, you can spend today going through and thanking them. I'm trying to think of the next. Um, oh, no, it's, we are going to move to Trust in Your Name. Oh, yes, we're going to listen We're going to move to first. another song in our repertoire and I hope that it blesses you as, as how it has blessed me through the years. Trust in Your Name.
days and I will love you with all my heart you are the answer to all my prayers the pain and the sorrow wash away in your name you are the candle that lights my way whenever I'm lost I can trust in your name I can trust in your name You call my name Before the world began You knew my heart was made you spoke the word I kept in my mind Lord by your grace Lord your spirit in me and I will praise you for all my days and I will Breathe. 
Worship leaders will know that I'm not very good at remembering the names of the songs that we have. I can only tell them that one, that one, and they know which one I'm referring to. And trust in your name, I will tell you that I don't remember the, 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 um, the title. Um, but I'll always, tell, I'll always sing out the line, You are the answers to all my prayer. Then they'll know, okay, which song I was referring to. And the line has always echoed, and I carry it with me, and it surfaces up whenever I'm troubled. And I hope that that song blesses you too. And we move on to the final sharing today. Um, I want to, and let us hear from Kenneth. Brothers and sisters in Christ, happy 18th anniversary. I'm glad to share in this joyous occasion with you, and what better way today to participate in this than to be baptized today. My journey as a Christian began 31 years ago. My family had just begun going to church the year I was born. Sunday school and cell group was a weekly affair, and my values and beliefs were mostly positively influenced by the early exposure to Christianity, mostly. As I grew older, the irreconcilable divide between religion and sexuality became more apparent. I found myself drifting further and further away from the church, its activities, and my church friends. There was an innate notion that I was living a lifestyle unacceptable and sinful in the eyes of God. When I realized that it was something I couldn't change, you could say that I gave up on being a Christian completely. Fast forward to years later, I was invited to church by a friend in, when I was studying in Poly. On hindsight, I'm not sure what compelled me to attend church then, but that happened for a period of time. As the Chinese metaphor goes, San Fen Zhong Tu, three minutes of spur, saw me failing to find a sense of belonging and history repeating itself. I heard about FCC, about it being a gay church, and I had my share of preconceived notions about it. Despite that, I thought that I had nothing to lose at a shot and maybe perhaps having a closer relationship with God and perhaps a community I could resonate with. It took me a long time, years in fact, to warm up, attend a newcomer's meeting at FCC, and subsequently, seat sessions. 
Baptism was always something on my mind, something I had put off in my previous churches despite having numerous opportunities to do so. I stand here today by God's grace to say, look, here is water. What can stand in my way of being baptized? Baptism isn't an end, but a means to an end, to let my old self die away and to be reborn. I pray that you, my brothers and sisters, would hold me accountable as I begin this journey, knowing that I'm not alone. Baptism isn't just something between me and God, but also something for the world to bear witness to. Welcome home had never been more meaningful to me than now. Thank you. We held our first baptism in 2004, and I don't think many of you know, I was actually one of the baptism candidates then. Did I know where I'll be 17 years later? No. What I know then was I wanted to commit myself to participate in what God is doing in the world. Baptism is a milestone of, on our faith journey and not the finishing line. We now come to the sacraments of baptism and later of communion. And in the world today of short attention spans, I want to invite you to slow down and listen and pay attention to the words so that God may speak to you through these words as well. And at this time, we want to invite the baptism candidates to come forward. We have confessed many understandings of baptism, sacrament, symbol, sign. Some of us were baptized before we could remember. Others only later when we said, I believe. Whether immersed, poured upon or sprinkled, it is your action, gracious God, that defines our baptism. Having put off the old nature, we have been clothed with Christ. There's no longer Jew or Greek. There's no longer slave or free. There's no longer male and female, for we are all one in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away. Behold, God is making all things new. In baptism, we honour possibility and celebrate the sacredness of life. Let this water be for us a sign of our desire to join together in our love for God and one another. Savings in Christ. Through the sacrament of baptism, we are joined into Christ's holy church. We share in the story of God's mighty acts of salvation and we receive new birth through water and the Spirit. Those who are baptized and would like to renew your baptismal vows are invited to join the baptism candidates in their responses. Do you desire to be baptized into the faith and the family of Jesus Christ? Yes, yes that, that is, is my, my wish. wish. Do you promise, by the grace of God, to be Christ's disciple, to follow in the way of our Saviour, 
to resist oppression and evil, to show love and justice, and to witness to the work and word of Jesus Christ as best as you are able. I, I promise, promise with, with the, the help, help of God. God. Do you promise, according to the grace given you, to grow in the Christian faith and to be a faithful member of the Church of Jesus Christ, celebrating Christ's presence and furthering Christ's mission in the world? I promise with, with the, the help, help of God. God. All present here, will you witness this new beginning for our newly baptized friends? Will you keep them in your prayers, help them, share with them your ministry, bear their burdens, forgive them, and encourage them? We, we will. will. May I invite the sponsor to come forward as well? God, bless this water, we pray, by the power of your Holy Spirit. May it remind us that we have been born again into new life, that we may remain faithful until we are united with you in the life to come. Amen. May I invite uh, our candidates to new? I baptize you in the name of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mother of us all. I baptize you in the name of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Mother of us all. You may stand. Creator Spirit, strengthen Juliana, Melvin, Kenneth, and Julian with your gifts of grace to love and serve as servants of Christ, to share in his royal ministry, his priestly ministry, and his prophetic ministry. So, turn around. I present to you Juliana, Melvin, Kenneth, and Julian, servants of the servant God. May they reflect the glory and image of God. Our hands are the hands of Christ to shape the kingdom of God. Our hearts are the heart of Christ that will dream the kingdom of God. Our mouths are the mouth of Christ that will speak of the kingdom of God. Our legs are the legs of Christ that carry the news of the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Today, we also have some new friends who are making a decision to join with this member of, uh, body of Christ as a member. Can I invite them to come to the front? And will you please welcome them warmly? Okay, so we, as you see, we have seven of them. Uh, we have four of them here on site and three of them joining us online. Hi! Please say hi and welcome the ones who are coming in online as well. Okay. 
such an amazing thing, right? Yes, that we are doing this technology. in a hybrid <gasps> way. <laughs> in addition to introducing you and welcoming each and every one of you as a member of FCC, I would also like to invite all members of FCC present to stand and join our hearts together to respond to these questions. If you are visiting with us or not yet ready to be a member of FCC, please allow us this time as we go through this together and hope that you too will consider what it means to be a part of this body of Christ. Dear friends, is it your wish to make this community of faith, FCC, your church family and the people with whom you will share your journey of faith? Is this a place and are these the people with whom you will seek to make sense of the issues of your life, your dreams, your faith, who you are, what you are to do, who God calls you to be. Yes, yes that, that is, is my wish. wish. Is this your wish to make this place the place where you continue your journey into growth and wholeness, where you listen to the story of God's salvation and the good news of Jesus Christ, allowing Jesus to be an example and teacher to you, where you are called to a life of love, compassion, ministry and justice, and we, where you are fed at the table of new life. Yes, yes. yes. That, that is, is my wish. wish. Will you commit yourself to ser- seek and serve Christ in unity with this community of faith? I, I will, with, with God's, God's help. help. Will you pledge your spiritual, social, financial support to this community of faith? I, I will, will, with, with God's, God's help. help. Will you, who are members of FCC, who are witnessing these promises, share the joys and sorrows and do all in your power to support these persons in their life in Christ? We We will, will, with with God's God's help. help. Will you welcome these new members into our family, embrace their gifts, their needs, their dreams? Will you recognize that their presence and participation will change the shape of the body and help it grow in new ways? Will you support them in their journeys and assist them in their ministries? We, we will, will with, with God's, God's help. Together, let us pray. Loving, Loving God, send your Holy Spirit to be among, among us, us, knitting us one to another. another. Help, help us, us to grow with, with each other, to love each other, to support each other. That by sharing our lives in this community, we may come to know and serve you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And as Executive Pastor of FCC, and speaking on behalf of the entire congregation, I welcome each of you as active members of FCC. May the Holy Spirit be with us all now and always. Amen. You may be seated. We move to the dedication. So we come to a special part of this service um, as I was reviewing history and documents. Um, when we moved here in 2014, we had a dedication service for this church. And at that time, we dedicate this space to God. But this time today, I thought, 
wow, why not we dedicate ourselves here, now, today? After all, aren't we the body of Christ, the church itself? Like those who have come before us, who, made, who are like the rain and snow that watered the earth and make things come forth and sprout and did not return to God empty. Can we dedicate ourselves as the church to allow God to work through us to do new things so that when our time is done, we can say we did not return to God empty but accomplished what God has sent us to do. So Dawn and Valencia, lead us in this dedication, please. Over here at FCC, we do things different. We do not do things just because we want to be different. But we are all different. We are all created different, each of us unique, fearfully and wonderfully made. We have distilled from our Christian tradition, understanding the heart of our faith, inclusivity, love, justice, drawing the circle wider, and putting aside anything that goes against these. When we moved to this space at One Commonwealth, we dedicated this church as a community. Traditionally, a church is dedicated by a person of authority, a bishop, a pastor, a priest. Traditionally, a church is dedicated so that it is sanctified and made holy and separated from the secular. In our world today, with our current understanding and what free stands for, first realize everyone's equal. We believe that all of us are called to dedicate this church. We broke free from tradition because we believe in the priesthood of all people, that all of us are holy and all of us carry that holiness, the image of God, the spark of divinity within us. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Galatians 3.28 We believe that there is no separation of the holy and the secular. In Jesus' most vulnerable moment and his most powerful, the veil in the Holy of Holies, the inner sanctum of the temple in Jerusalem that separates God from humankind was torn. Love knows no boundaries. Love cannot be held back by veils, by walls. Let us not be deceived that we are only to love within these walls, that we are only to love people like ourselves, people who share our faiths, our beliefs, our values, our skin color, our culture, our language. Love knows no boundaries. So we invite you to join us today to dedicate this ourselves, for we are the body of this church, to reaffirm the role and the core of free community church, to reaffirm who we are. We are a church that is free. Free in free community church is a proclamation of freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. It is also an acronym for first realize everyone is equal. The good news that we are all equally created in the image of God, equally accepted, embraced and loved exactly as we are by God.
And we come to one more story. At FCC, we have communion every week because this was central to us from the very beginning. Many of us have been denied communion and for a variety of reasons. Sometimes we're LGBTQ and sometimes it may be because we are divorced and for many of us, it may be because we were not baptised. We have communion here every Sunday to remember that God's love knows boundaries, that God's love transcends our understanding and prejudices, and we want to remember Jesus' command to remember Him every time we partake communion. When we have communion every Sunday, it may end up being familiar and we take it for granted and we just go through the motions and forget its significance. So when I asked for objects and artefacts to showcase in a mini-museum, I realised I forgot the most obvious object. Really, the centrepiece of this church, this communion table. There is stains from grape juice and wax from candles over the years that we've used this table. It is not brand new, but worn and used. And that is a good thing. Um, today we packed a little bit, but you know, if you come on another Sunday, you have microphones stuck here, batteries. It is used and real. It is, and I think that it's a good thing because it means our faith isn't just a showcase. It is lived out. This table is designed to fit under the kitchen island over there, where we often gather to eat and talk. Because while this table is the symbolic table, the ritual table, we continue to commune with God and each other over the many tables in our lives where we gather to eat and talk. Just like the, at Emmaus, Jesus shows up in our midst when we eat, talk, and connect with one another. This is how I designed this table when we moved here in 2014. And when, we, when he sent the initial design to me, I was very moved and very proud. I even sent it to my seminary friend who is an artist, and I wrote, I'm so moved to see someone who joined our church when he was 18, and now he's 28, and he has, done, he has grown so much, and the theological thinking behind this, the ideas and the creativity, I am so proud. That was in 2014, and it's seven years hence. Today, I see Zhao as a peer of this church, on the church council. He's no longer the 18-year-old I knew. His insights and reflections have helped Pauline and myself fine-tune the work we do for church and see things from different perspectives. And he is just one of the many people who have grown with FCC in these 18 years. I want to tell you the story of the communion table. This story that Zahal wrote for this table a story of a table, a table for communion. It starts off with a table, a table where bread was broken and wine was spilled, a meal that we remember, a hidden garden, a niche in the wall, a helpless prayer that reminds us that He walked in this earth fully human, a tree on a hill, its leaves had already fallen it's wood they made him carry up and then nailed him to it. Calvary. An empty grave 
that was what they found when the stone was rolled away. The risen Christ is the solid rock which we stand. All other ground is sinking sand. And the landscape of the cross inscribed upon a little rugged table. This is the story of our communion table. So I would like to invite Melvin, one of our newly baptized uh, members today, um, to join Pauline to lead us through communion. The cross is two lines intersecting. The cross is where sorrow meets joy, pain meets healing, fear meets faith, death meets resurrection, and hate meets love. Together, this, this table, table is, is at the intersection, intersection where two, two lines meet. This table is a declaration that love is stronger. Love is stronger than hate, Stronger than death. This table where we break bread is the table of love, the center from where love flows. This, this table, table is, is one of awareness, awakening, of forgiveness, of salvation, and of love. The disciples did not recognize Christ when they taught theology, doctrine, interpretations. They only recognized Christ when they broke bread at the table. This table is the ritual table, but the real table is the table where we sit and drink and eat every single day. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. All who come to me shall not hunger, and all who believe in me shall not thirst. With Christians around the world and throughout the centuries, we gather around these symbols of bread and wine, simple elements that speak of nourishment and transformation. Let us pray. Loving God, we thank you that you are as close to us as breath, that your love is constant and unfailing. We thank you for all that sustains life, and especially for Jesus Christ, who teaches us how to live out an ethic of justice and peace. And, and for, for the promise of transformation, transformation may manifest in his life, death, and, and resurrection. We ask you to bless this bread and this cup. Through this meal, make us the body of Christ, that we may join with you in promoting the well-being of all creation. Amen. We remember on the night when Jesus and the disciples had their last meal together. Jesus took the bread, gave thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body, which is broken for you. Take and eat it, and as often as you do, remember me. In the symbol of the broken bread, we participate in the life of Christ and dedicate ourselves to being His disciples.
In the same way, he took the cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to the disciples, saying, Drink this, all of you. This cup is the new covenant, poured out for you and for many. Do this as, as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. In the symbol of the cup, we participate in the new life Christ brings. Would the stewards please help with the distribution of the... So thank you, lovely stewards, for helping us to distribute the elements. Uh, for those of you who are here with us for the first time, uh, please allow the stewards to serve you. Um, and please hold on to your elements and we'll partake of it together uh, when everyone is served. Let us partake of the elements together. Please rise as you are able and willing. And let us pray together. We give thanks, thanks loving, loving God, God that, that you have refreshed us at your table, strengthen our faith, increase our love for one another, as we, as we have, have been fed by the seed that became grain and then became bread, may we go out into the world to plant seeds of justice, transformation and hope. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. As we look back at these 18 years, uh, it's been a pretty miraculous journey. I think at the beginning when we were at Atelier and at Mox, that was when FCC was beginning. And that was when we were 
called more or less to actually uh, <clears throat> open ourselves to the LGBTQ Christian communities. So we are at the Tanyong Paga area where all the gay bars are, etc. And it helped us uh, uh, introduce FCC to the LGBTQ community. Then we shifted to Yangzi between two soft porn theatres. Uh, every Sunday, you know, there'll be those guys, those old men that goes to the cinema and then they'll just pop their head inside in between the two cinemas wondering, what is this group of people singing Christian songs and all those? I mean, I hope we planted some seeds there also. I mean, including, including to the rental flats at Jalan Kukok. Uh, that's an area. Then when we shifted to Aljunit, though we say it's at Aljunit, we're actually in Geelang. So that's where we were introduced uh, to the community of the sex workers and the transgender folks, which we actually also formed a relationship with them and we continue to support them at this time. And when we move to one commonwealth, if you're not aware, we are actually in between many, many churches here and some of those churches are not very friendly towards FCC. But I believe God calls us here to be for a reason. And whether we are here to build bridges between churches and actually make conversations or we are here to help the... Uh, old HDB community where a lot of single old folks are staying. I think it's just amazing where God has brought us throughout these 18 years. Though we do not know where God will bring us next, but as we see God's hands in these 18 years, I hope that we see God's hands in both as a church community and also in each of our individual lives. We cannot see the community as just one group, but the community is really made up of each of us individually. So I do hope as you bring back this experience of how God has been faithful to FCC, may we also see God's faithfulness in our own personal life. So indeed, welcome home. Happy birthday, happy 18th birthday, Free Community Church. So if you are new to us, uh, whether you are new to us just by Attending this service for the very first time or you have attended services for a few weeks, uh, please do fill up a new members, uh, not new members, newcomers form at fcc.la slash fcc.welcome. Indeed, uh, this will allow us to get to know you better and also allow the pastoral staff to reach out to you. We actually have a newcomers meeting every last Sunday of the month. If you are interested to attend, please send an email to info at freecomchurch.org and then a link will be sent to you. Uh, then you can actually come and find out more about uh, what FCC stands for, what FCC's ministry, what is FCC's theology, and what we hope to do in Singapore and in the wider world outside. Now we have come to the collection segment of the service. Uh, FCC cannot exist without your contribution, I think, and we are very, very thankful for all of you that have generously donated to us, whether in terms of financial support, social support. <laughs> what do I want to say? Okay, whether yeah, uh, your work, I mean, whether by volunteering your time, your effort, etc. I think it's really, truly appreciated because FCC indeed is a church that is run major, majorly by volunteers. I mean, I think without all of us and without all of you here, FCC will not be able to survive this past 18 years. So you may give uh, to church, to FCC, uh, by PayNow. There's actually two separate uh, PayNow codes. One is for the general fund, which is for the general running of the church itself and for the salaries of our staff. And one is for the FCC building fund uh, for building of this 
uh, new world and this new place that you know we feel that church calls uh, God calls us to be. We don't know what it is yet, but then we will continue to ask for your uh, blessings and your contribution to this. You may also give by credit card at freecomchurch.give.asia. That goes only to the FCC general fund, and that incurs an administration fee. Uh, not all your giving will come back to us. So uh, for those. On site here, if you would like to give uh, by dropping cash into the collection bags, uh, we'll just invite the stewards to come forward. You just raise your hands and the stewards will go to you. So as the giving is being collected, uh, let us give thanks and pray. God indeed... We may not see your faithfulness daily in our life, but if we look back at the weeks, months and years, we know that you have been with us throughout. That though at times we may fail, we may stumble, you are always there for us and with us. And as FCC celebrates its 18th anniversary and hopefully more years to come, we continue to pray for your guidance, your wisdom, your strength. And we continue to pray that you plant your seed and your love in each of us. That we may just find that quiet place. That we may hear you. That we may feel you. And that we may obey you. So that indeed we can go out and proudly proclaim ourselves as your followers to do your works with our words, with our hands, with our feet so that all may know your love for us and all may know your love through us. In Jesus' most precious name we pray and give thanks. Amen. So for the announcement as uh, Pastor Pauline has mentioned uh, the production ministry is one of our newest ministry. Actually, it's not that new. It's really two years old since COVID is two years old. But uh, it's actually a forever evolving ministry because uh, technology changes and then equipment breakdown. Equipment needs to change. SOP needs to change. But we like to encourage you to, if you are currently not in any ministry yet and like to volunteer for us, whether for video, for the sound, for making PowerPoint slides, uh, you can drop us an email at info at freecomchurch.org and then we'll do a behind-the-scenes tour for you uh, on Sundays at 9am so that you may know and see how the SEC Sunday service gets broadcast every Sunday on YouTube out to the rest of the world so that people not only in Singapore, in US, in Australia, in UK, all can join us and then watch our service online. Also, uh, as mentioned in the sermon, we actually have got a FCC T-Mart food drive. The T-Mart shelter, the beneficiaries of this uh, project actually includes all trans individuals, not just the trans elderly, but male and female trans individuals who are elderly, jobless, homeless, and even more. I think this period of uh, COVID has actually struck many, many people. And this, the transgender community, being a minority community, has actually been affected much more than all of us. So basically, what you can do is you can go to fcc.la slash tmart. Uh, on there, there'll be actually items to be purchased. 
these items can be purchased. Uh, you can submit for purchasing of these items by 31st of October and then have it delivered to the tea shelter by 7th of November. So I, I understand that uh, not all of us are financially able to like, contribute like maybe 30 bags of rice or 50 cans of food or something like that. But if you are willing to contribute, you know, whether just a few dollars for a can of food or just for $2 plus for a packet of uh, Maggie noodles or something like that, you can actually just go online and say that, oh, I just like to contribute for one packet of uh, one, one box of uh, Maggie noodles or something. And then uh, somebody from this uh, project will actually try to group buy all these things and then send to the tea shelter itself. If you are overseas, uh, please, you are also able to contribute. You may actually also just go online and then just pay for the food and have it delivered to the tea shelter by 7th of November. Uh, if you'd like to find out more details, please uh, just go to fcc.la slash tmart. Now we'll just uh, uh, end the service with a closing song. Land of my will, by yours be done. Shake my foundations till I come undone. And let my walls fall to the ground. Build my heart to face the sound. And all my will, but yours be done. Shame my foundations till I come undone. And let my walls fall to the ground. Build my heart to face the sound of your voice calling me. To rise from the dead, I hear your voice calling me to trust you instead. I hear your voice calling me to move out in faith. I hear your voice, I hear your voice. I have been healed, I'm whole again.
Today we heard many stories. And you know, for Myak and me, our prayer for us is a community that will not only be storytellers, but that will be story makers. And if you are able and willing, will you stand as you receive the benediction? Dear God, we thank you for your faithfulness in our lives both individually and as a community, God, you have been so, so good. And even today, Lord, you are doing a new thing. And so now, as God's people, may you go out and continue to do justice, love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God all the days of your life. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you everyone for joining us for this very special service today, both online and on-site. We pray that God's blessings go with you as you go out into this world. And may you have a blessed week ahead and come back again, okay? <laughs>